Hey friend, welcome to the SOS Mom Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer McDaniel, and I am so glad that you are here to join us for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about boundaries, and the reason we put up boundaries is to keep the walls down, okay? So uh, this is something I was listening to, I believe it was on Focus on the Family, and I was driving earlier and just wanted to share this about the reason we put up walls is because we haven't set those boundaries. We feel like we have to protect ourselves. And so rather than allowing ourselves to get hurt, we put up a wall and then that keeps the person out. That keeps our hearts closed to loving and hearing and understanding people when we put up those walls instead of just putting up a boundary and re- enforcing the boundaries. When we have a boundary in place instead, it allows us to keep our hearts open. And keeping our hearts open allows us to hear other people's perspectives, to listen to their wants and needs, and it allows us to continue to love them and to respect them and it just keeps a healthier relationship when we're able to verbalize our needs by setting healthy boundaries. Examples of that would be letting my husband know that when he throws his clothes on the floor instead of into the hamper, it makes me feel like he wants me to pick it up for him and take care of him and clean up after him. And that feels disrespectful to me. I don't want to have to do that for my husband. Now, this is not an this is not something that I deal with my own husband with, but it is something that I hear from people all the time. I mean, there's so many jokes about your husband throwing things on the floor right in front of the hamper or right beside the hamper instead of putting it into the hamper. And honestly, I I feel it. Like when I was listening to that, I just had this complete realization that that's absolutely what happens. My heart gets closed. Those walls go up. I lock that door. Like, I mean, it is a solid brick wall. I'm not wanting anybody to come in when I have a wall up. But when I have a boundary in place uh, with a clear expectation of what to do in this space um, or where to put things or how to treat me, my heart, the door is still open. I have not walled up that door. That door is still open. That person is still allowed in my life that, you know, that I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to seek them out still, um, or at least be receptive anytime they want to reach out to me. That's, that is a boundary feeling. Your heart is still open to that, to that person, to that item. Um, another example would be, um, setting boundaries. I've talked about this in my podcast before about setting boundaries for your children's clothing, their toys, their belongings, so that they know your husband's things, your hobby and craft stuff. Give it a place where it needs to fit so that you know when it's time to start making some decisions about letting things go. Okay. So an example for my children, their toys need to fit on the bookshelf. If it does not fit on the bookshelf, they need to go through their things and start making some decisions. And I'm not saying just 
shoved on so that when you pull out one thing, 16 things fall down and crash to the ground. That is not fitting on the bookshelf. That is crammed, overflowed, overstuffed. That is unsafe. I do not want to pull out a book off of the shelf and have four more fall on my foot. You know, <laughs> that is not a safe boundary. We did not, we did not respect the boundaries on there. We overdid it. So then I feel like I would have just thrown the whole bookshelf out instead of having the toys on there or the books on there. But if we respect the boundaries, we know when it's time to make some decisions and when to go through and declutter, when it's time to rethink what we have in there. Have we moved, have we grown past the items that are on our shelves? Have we grown past the items that are in our closet or, um, you know, and that can be in personality, in our financial ability, that can be in our age and our um, cognitive skills. Uh, with children, with their toys, they're able to function at a much higher level than when they were um, last year's toys, right? So they're ready for more challenging toys. You can't keep toys for a one-year-old for a five and six-year-old. Yeah, they'll be entertained, but it does not stimulate them the same way. It does not push them and grow their brains into learning how to do things. It doesn't challenge them. So we need to let those things go. And that's where we have to set those boundaries and setting clear boundaries with our things, with our people, with my children, when they cannot keep their room tidy, it's time to make some decisions. Like it's time to let some stuff go. If you cannot keep up with what you have in your room, in your space, it's time to let things go. And for us moms, if we are feeling overwhelmed with our home, with our belongings, with our children's belongings, with our husband's belongings, with, with the things in our home, it's time to take a look at the inventory. Most of the time, when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because there's mess, there's clutter, there's dysfunction, the space isn't working the way it needs to, the space isn't holding the items it needs to. There are so many reasons behind why it doesn't work anymore, but most of the time it's because we've overflowed the boundaries. You know, the stuff that should be fitting in the cabinets is no longer fitting in the cabinets, and now it is piled on the countertops and the floor, or on, instead of on the shelves, it's now on the floor around the shelves and under the shelves, and those boundaries were not respected, and so... Or they boundaries have been pushed, right? They've been pushed. So we need to go in, take a look at what we've got going on, what needs to stay, what needs to go, and put things back in place where they need to be. Set those boundaries again and make sure that you have the things, you know, have those hard conversations with people if you need to about um, their belongings need to fit in their own space especially when we have adults living in our homes. Um, it, it is one of those things. We just have to respect those boundaries. Now, when we are living with other adults, you don't get to make decisions about their things, only your things. And you have to come to an agreement about shared things. But at the same time, having personal boundaries about making sure that the items are fitting into the drawers, into the cabinets, and on the shelves safely so that you can only pull that item out without having to do a shuffle. 
to get that item out every time. That is a healthy boundary to set. And it does require some difficult decisions to be made sometimes when we have boundaries that need to be um, enforced in that way. Um, I know for a lot of times, a lot of people in the world right now, in our country right now, in we are sharing homes with multiple different adults, you know, parents and children and grandparents, all grandchildren, you know, the, you know, sometimes three, four generations are living in the same home and it does require some hard conversations and those boundaries to be respected, especially for people who feel that stress and anxiety around clutter. Um, it can bring up, uh, you know, negativity from past relationships or past seasons of life when we are feeling like our boundaries aren't being respected in the way of having to deal with adults with clutter. Um, this can be your husband and your adult children. This can be your parents and your in-laws or whatever it is. It can be your stepchildren or even people who are roommates and just share rooms or rent a room from someone. You have to respect shared space. You have to respect those boundaries and do everything that you can on your part to make sure those boundaries are respected. If there is a short season of time where we have to maybe crowd the the joined space, you know, the everyone's space, like the living room or the kitchen, it needs to be for a very short time frame and give yourself those guidelines of, okay, this can, we can leave this here for another week, but then it, that's it. It has to be gone by this date. And if you haven't found a place for it in this home, it needs to be sold, donated, stored somewhere else. It cannot stay in the living space, making us all feel like we have less space to live. Our home is for living in. And so many times I go to people's houses, I hear from people, I see them on the internet all the time of people who have a house full of stuff that they can't even use in their current home and they have plans to move but plans get delayed plans get um you know just canceled and so we have to rethink those guidelines and so here we are four years later and we still have the, this smaller living space because it's crowded with extra stuff that we already knew before we moved into this house that it wouldn't work in this house, but we still haven't used it and it's been four years. When you get to a place like that, you have to really think about the value of those items, their replaceability, their um, sentimental and emotional value to you as the person or the owner of them, um, and then how much would it cost to replace them versus store them in a storage facility for that length of time that you need them to not be in your home? Is it replaceable for that amount of money? <laughs> you know, can you replace those items for the cost that it's going to be to store them? Because $40, $60 a month for a storage building is over four years. I mean, that's a, that's a hefty chunk of money. And unless you have some really unique antiques that are, you know, one of a kind or something like that, you maybe need to rethink your thoughts on keeping those items. Because most everything that we have in our homes today, most everything is replaceable. 
Now, I do not recommend throwing everything out and starting over. I don't recommend that. I do recommend selling things, uh, donating things to someone who can use them, giving them away on free groups on, um, you know, there's free cycle, there's, um, the free communities in Facebook marketplace, there's, uh, local buy nothing groups, you know, there's so many different ways that we can give things away. Honestly, just put it at the curb and put a piece of paper on it that says free and if you live in a place that has any traffic at all, a lot of times that stuff just disappears within 24 hours. It's gone. And all you had to do was take it outside and let someone know, right? Put that sign on there. Everyone that passes it knows. And maybe they don't need it, but they call someone. Hey, I saw this awesome dresser. I saw this awesome table. Hey, there's some baby stuff over here. Go check out those toys. You know, whatever it is. And let, them, let it be a blessing to someone else. That is the biggest thing. If it is feeling, if it is something that's feeling like you're feeling suffocated and stifled by it being in your space, in your home, waiting, you're not able to use it, overflowing your closet so you can't get to the things that you actually do use. If you're in a space like that and you're in a home that feels like that, that is affecting your mental health on a daily basis. Every time you see it, every time you go in there, every time you walk in the door of your home, you know that project needs to be done. It's like a procrastination burden hanging over your shoulders or that guilt or that frustration of not having made that decision. And it weighs on us and we feel it every time we see it. That, oh, I haven't dealt with that yet. Oh, I still don't know what to do with that. Oh, I still like that thing, but I haven't dealt with it. I haven't put it in the right place. It still needs to be done. And it... We feel it whether we tell ourselves that or not. And when we are going around feeling those negative feelings and those negative, that just weight of disappointment and frustration when we are at our home, that is not healthy. It causes us to feel more stressed all the time. There's no need to do that to yourself. There's no item in your home that's worth more than your peace of mind than living peacefully with others too. So if you have a piece of furniture or a pile of stuff that you haven't sorted through and you have someone else that lives in your home that has brought that up to you about that being a concern for them or a frustration for them or something that they would really like for you to deal with, show them that you care by dealing with that and fixing that situation so that they don't have to continue to feel like you're not respecting them by leaving that thing un, you know, unfinished or undealt with or, you know, in the way. You've now put up a stumbling block in your relationship with that stuff that they've asked you to address if you've ignored it and put it aside. And that's not being respectful of their boundaries. Maybe they didn't communicate it in a way that felt loving to you, but it is still, you know, that it's bothering them and that they need to, that you need to fix it and that it is yours and your responsibility or your belongings to make those decisions on. And you haven't made those decisions yet. I'm going to encourage you to please do that as a gift to them. Do that to them, do that for them, to let them know that you heard their frustration and that you care about them and you want to fix that, that you want to put that time in to keep them in your life and to keep them feeling comfortable in their home. 
even if it's at work, you know, if wherever you are with a person, I mean, you're at work as much as you are at home, probably more. So be respectful of those around you and make sure that you're not putting things off that you can get to, that you should get to. Instead of sitting down and looking at something else, go file those papers, go sort them while you're, you know, taking your break put your feet up and sort some stuff or, you know, at least make some decisions. I'm just encouraging you to do that. Set those boundaries. Keep your heart open to be loving and receptive to those around you and be respectful of boundaries that you have set and that others have set. And if they have been pushed, then go back to fix them. Put the time in to fix those pushed boundaries. Put the time in to fix that situation, that mess, that relationship, whatever it is, wherever it is in your life, in your home, in your family, in your office, whatever it is, I encourage you today to just take the time, even if it's five to 10 minutes a day, a week, um, whatever you have available, I'm encouraging you to push that, you know, to reset that boundary, to go back and fix and declutter or, you know, pull the weeds where those boundaries have been pushed. What is the problem? Maybe you just need to put it back on the shelf nice and neat so that it fits better. Maybe your bookshelf, the books got stacked and shoved and some stuck on top rather than being set up the proper way where you can read the spines of the books and tell what books they are. So maybe just going in and spending five minutes resetting the shelf so that the things fit properly. Maybe you just need to go put your shoes back on the shelf and, or in the basket instead of them, all the ones you've worn for the last three weeks on the floor in front of your clothes or wherever they go. Maybe you just need to put them back in the basket. Maybe you haven't taken the time to pull out the things that you're done with that don't work for you anymore, that don't work for your children anymore. Grab a garbage bag and just go pull the things out that you know don't work anymore. Get rid of those toys. This is a great time to do it before the holidays where we're going to have more things coming into our home, potentially more people coming into our home for a time that would, it would feel a lot better to have less stuff in the space. And so I'm just going to encourage you to do that. Take the time to have those conversations about boundaries, to just be loving to someone else if they've asked you about something that is encroaching in on their comfort zone. Do that today. Show them you love them. Show them you care and be there for them and be there for yourself. Don't let your boundaries be smushed and, and smashed down so that you have to put up walls instead of boundaries. Don't do that to yourself. You deserve better. All right. I love you so much. I hope you have an awesome day. I will talk to you real soon. Bye. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of the SOS Mom Show. I hope that you have been inspired and feel less overwhelmed and able to take on your projects at home after listening to this show. If you want more of the behind the scenes and to connect with me, you can find me in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show, that's in Facebook groups, or email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. I will be there waiting to answer your questions and to help you simplify, organize, and style your home and your life. 
I am praying for you. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?